This week's episode is brought to you by Silver Shamrock Novelties, the festive Halloween mask and toy emporium for all your holiday needs. Choose from one of the three most popular masks this year, whether it be the spooky skull, the hideous witch, or the fun jack-o'-lantern. Get one for your kids today. Silver Shamrock Novelties, it's to die for. <laughs> uh, welcome back to another exciting episode of Cineversal Nerds. I'm Brian. I'm Jesse. And I want to give a special shout out to Silver Shamrock Novelties for sponsoring this episode. Thank you. Pick up a mask today. Um, this week's episode, we will be covering horror television. Television shows that are horror. Uh, they could be, you know, scary. They just have uh, horror themes in them. And I was looking at the list, and there are a lot of them. There are so many horror-related so <laughs> shows. It was I, hard. I have, I have a long seen. list. Um, we won't necessarily go through all of them because it will be here all day. Uh, we're just going to point out a few uh, ones that are familiar, some not so familiar, and then uh, talk about a few uh, few ones that we liked. Uh, but let's start it off by what you watch last, Jesse. Oh my gosh, I've watched a lot. Well, not a lot, but um, so I finished Fear Street. The trilogy. Yes. Okay. I watched part two and part three. Was two what you hoped for? You said you were excited for part two. Yes. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I actually enjoyed the third one pretty good. Is that that's like a period piece one, right? Is that in a different Yeah, time? like half of it's period okay. piece, so but yeah, I actually really enjoyed the third part, but um but yeah, I I enjoyed them though. Okay. Do they kinda connect? Oh they all connect. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yep. And they'll do like a um what do you call it? Not a review, but a, what do you call it when they, recap. Recap. Thank okay. you. I was like, mm, <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're continuing your 31 days of horror. So you watch those two. It's more like everything I watch is Halloween or horror related in October. So have you been, I know you do like you, one thing a night, but I'm like all day, every day, everything I watch because there's just so much. So we already did, you know, the first day of 31 Days of Horror, which we mentioned. So we have day two through, which is today, or yesterday, the 8th. So what did you watch from 2 to 8th? Just... Oh, gosh. Um, a movie called Eli, which we don't have to get in detail. That's mm -hmm. also on Netflix. Uh, Till Death is okay, also on Netflix. Um, Megan Fox. Right, Megan Fox. Yep. Yeah. I actually enjoyed that. Surprisingly. Well, she gets a lot of criticism. Yeah. But, you it was know, different. Jennifer's body was okay. Yeah, like, I'm not going to go into detail. I mean, it's, it's pretty obvious. Like, it's in the description. She basically gets handcuffed to her dead spouse, and <gasps> she has to, like, drag him around. And, like, it's just, like... Oh, you know what's funny about that? It's not funny. I just... That's just a phrase that I say. Um, <laughs> that instantly reminded me of a Tales from the Crypt episode. Of the the uh, cop chasing the criminal, and the criminal kills the cop after the cop handcuffs him to him, and oh, he's dragging no. around the cop's body in the desert. Oh my god! That's a pretty great episode, actually. <laughs> yeah. So that's basically what that was, and so it was, it was pretty interesting and different. But 
obviously it's not different because it's familiar it's to okay. that. But it's all right. <laughs> like different I said, from like me because I another seen episode. That. I mean, they they do kind of recycle the same sort of plot lines in all movies, but it's just told in a different way, so it still stays stays somewhat original. Right. So. And then um, another one I watched was a uh, Blood Red Sky. I've heard of that? Which is a foreign. Mm-hmm. Um, I did watch it English dubbed because <gasps> cheater. I know. Well, I was <laughs> editing. So I, yeah, so I kind of wanted to be able to hear because I couldn't sit there and read all the subtitles. Otherwise, I would prefer Mm. to watch the subtitles because I cannot stand. Oh, yeah, you get you get the real reaction from the actors instead of the, you know, the and the the mouths actually, you know, match up. It reminds me of like watching like, you know, those uh, cheesy um, like fighting kung fu movies yeah kung fu <laughs> movies where the you know the mouths but, don't match up yeah, so. but nobody watches those movies and, for the dialogue <laughs> yeah and that was like uh sorry off subject for a second right. but when i was That's training for my new job there was like these videos it was like a zoom thing mm. and uh I, all of the audio was off so there was a lag <laughs> yeah and i was like oh my god i was like i just feel like i'm watching an english dubbed movie right now this is driving me insane i'd rather just watch the subtitles but (laughs) so that was kind of annoying but um and then the last thing um i'm sure i'm missing some but whatever uh the chilling adventures of sabrina oh yes i'm in the third season out of four it's over now after the fourth season but like ended completely yeah and there is some chains and parts in there i mean it's in the same um, realm of Riverdale, like it's the same, right? Yeah. So it's like the same universe, I uh-huh. guess I should say. But the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina is based on a comic book. Okay. So it, so I, it does it not have anything to do with the '90s sitcom with Melissa? No, 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 no. It has no relation to Sabrina from I the watched, '90s. I watched that one, and that was fine. Oh yeah, I <laughs> loved I that. I grew that. up I with was... that, you know. So like, and they're actually it, they're bringing it back. I saw that, you know. I so mean, I'm like, not? I'm all for that. <laughs> so, uh, but this one's very dark and twisted, right. and I love it. I love the tone. But there is a couple episodes that they that remind me of Riverdale and their musical numbers, and I was like, ew, 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 please stop, <laughs> stop, 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 stop. Some people probably like it. But luckily that was only like one episode and then I haven't seen any since. But again, that that just started. That was in the third season. So Great. But yeah, I like it so far and I'm excited to finish. I just haven't had time. Right. Busy month. Yeah. Um, The only new thing I watched was I binged both seasons of Castle Rock, which is on Hulu. It was made. It was a Hulu original. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, I like Stephen King. I like uh, I like that it kind of incorporated a lot of Stephen King uh, Easter eggs uh, from his yeah. various stories, um, even some of the lesser known ones, uh, like a little bit of Dark Half, a little bit of Salem's Lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Um, it's it's, a, it's got some creepy vibe to it, uh, creepy vibes to it. The first season is definitely different from the second as far as tone. Uh, but both are definitely worth the watch. It does move at a little bit of a slow pace, but I was engaged enough to just continue anyways. There's only 10 episodes yeah. per season, so it's a pretty quick watch, even though they're about an hour apiece. So maybe not a quick watch, right. but... If you um, have the time, it'll be If you be have quick. the time, yeah, yeah it's, it's good. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's a shame that they canceled the series, but I, you know, I understand their reasonings for that. So yeah, check it out on Hulu, Castle Rock. What was um, their reasoning? Well, their reasoning say? was... Uh, no, it's... Uh, you know, it has nothing to do with viewership or, or you know, ratings or anything like that, which is why most um, shows get canceled. 
Uh, it was just they were it was on the cusp of, of trying to promote HBO Max that was coming out. And then um, there were other Stephen King adaptations coming out around the same time, like Gerald's Game. And they just didn't want to, I wouldn't say compete with it, but just show the same thing. Like they, they didn't want it to get stale and they didn't want, you know, something like Gerald's Game to come out and people, you know, get familiar with that story. And then like the next season of Castle Rock would feature Gerald's Game stuff, you know, and people would be like, well, I just saw it in the movie. Why would I see it in the show? So they didn't want to do that. Plus the creators of the show really wanted it to end uh, with Annie Wilkes's story, young Annie Wilkes, which is our lead character in the second season. And, uh, you know, it does end, you know, like that. And, it, it, you know, it, it, it shows how she's, you know, without spoiling anything, it does show kind of how she gets to that mode of the Kathy Bates mode in the movie, <laughs> being obsessed with Paul Sheldon, um, while giving her a, a backstory that was never seen in the books or in the book or the movie. So they kind of made it up for the show. And it was interesting. Um, yeah, I heard it's really the second it, season. Yeah. I've seen good the acting. first season. I just have never seen the second. Yeah, and some people were like, Lizzie Kaplan is Annie Wilkes. That's kind of weird, but you know what? She she nailed it. She I was like Lizzie great. Kaplan a I lot, can, actually. Yeah, and I can totally see her grow up to be Kathy Bates yeah. <laughs> in, uh, in the movie. She she really yeah, she blew my mind in that one. So no, it, 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 was, it was good. Check it out. Um, and I have been continuing my 31 Days of Horror. And as I was saying earlier, it's just kind of funny. The list I have of the ones I've watched every day just happened to be sequels. All of them are sequels. It started to be... It started, you planned that? No, it was unintentional. <laughs> uh, because, you know, we, I talked that I watched the Friday 13th remake on October 1st. So October 2nd, I watched Puppet Master 2. I love the Puppet Master movies. I own all of them. There's like 12 of those things. And I think a new one coming out, you know, so they're in a video game, which looks great. Um, I love the Puppet Master movies, but I always remember that part two is my favorite because it introduced the character Torch, who's like my second favorite puppet. That thing, that thing is the scariest because it can literally set you on fire. Like everybody else, you know, Blade with his little hook and his little knife, you could totally just run up and punt him. But, I don't but think Torch, I've ever seen the second one. You, you can't outrun a big blowtorch, you know, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then October 3rd, I did Creepshow 2. So I just was like, okay, well, I'm going to continue part twos for the rest of the month. Uh, the fourth, I watched Phantasm 2. The fifth, I watched Blade 2, which I do consider Blade to be a Halloween movie. It's not a horror movie, but it's vampires. And uh, the sixth, I watched Hellboy 2, which is still great. So I'm, I got Guillermo del Toro back-to-back on those days. Also consider it a Halloween movie because that movie is just full of monsters. And Hellboy is a demon. So those are horror-esque entities. For sure. Uh, the seventh, I watched Pet Cemetery two, which I still love. So oh cheesy, gosh, I but so that great. Last year. Yeah, yeah, it's so great. <laughs> and then uh, yesterday, I watched uh, Scream two. I just uh, I haven't seen the Scream movies in a while, and I decided to start with part two. <laughs> you I really did plan this. <laughs> so we'll see what part two I watch tonight of something. I don't know. <laughs> I really love those movies. I know a lot of people think they're dumb, but. They it, it was pretty genius when it came out, you know. Ooh. That was like one of the first. Uh, we were talking uh, last uh, last week with uh, meta horror and uh, satires, you know. So that that changed a lot of things in the horror world. You know, it made characters self aware of being in horror in a horror scenario without being a parody. Yeah, you know. So that was great because those those kids sort of acted like how we would act in that situation. Right. 
Scream 2 was actually the first one I ever saw. Yeah. And then uh, I actually saw a scary movie before I saw the first Scream. Oh, so you didn't get some of the jokes. <laughs> no, I mean, I was relatively young, so I... But... Uh, hey, that's okay. I, I got you beat. I saw Spaceballs before I saw Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> but I still found it funny. Mm-hmm. Um... So yeah, uh, we're going to continue 31 Days of Horror and talk about it on next week's episode. But for today's episode, horror television is what I call it. Um, Like I said, there's so many of them. I can get this out of the way, a little history. Uh, The first broadcasted show that was horror-themed was technically a show called Lights Out, which originally was an old-time radio program devoted mostly to horror and supernatural created by Willis Cooper in 1934. So it was a radio show that you could just listen to. But in 1946, Lights Out was actually brought to life on TV as a four-hour, uh, four-episode special. It was a point-of-view type show, or they call first-person singular, where it's the, it's the point of view of, the, of an unseen murderer who kills his wife and winds up being executed. What year was Sorry, this? Sorry, spoilers. Um, 1946. So okay, that so was the was first... Okay, so Twilight Zone? Oh, yeah. It, um, mm-hmm. Not by much. Yeah. Twilight Zone didn't, uh, came out. But but Twilight Zone, I mean, yes, has some horror, but that one was more, just like Outer Limits, was more geared towards sci-fi yeah. than horror. But you could still put it in the same uh, category. Sure. So that was technically the first uh, that I could find. Um, but then Lights Out actually became a regular NBC series in 1949. Um, horror shows have been a mainstay of television programming throughout the 50s and well into the 60s and so forth. There's shows like Thriller, which was hosted by Boris Karloff in 1960, uh, One Step Beyond in 1961, Alfred Hitchcock Presents in 1962, uh, The uh, Night Gallery 1969, uh, Kolchak, uh, The Night Stalker, which was 1974, and one I skipped was Dark Shadows, which was 1966. They had an older Dark Shadows show, and then they redid it couple decades later and then we had the weird tim burton movie Um, (laughs) but you know there's those were like the more serious uh horror shows but what we we, do in the shadows is way better oh yes of course (laughs) well dark shadows was serious i know it was i know i don't know what the movie was going for but the show took itself serious as a soap opera type thing Um, just reminds me of that because of the name (laughs) (laughs) but i agree yes much better (laughs) Uh, you know, and there's been other type of horror shows, like horror sitcoms, like The Addams Family, The Munsters, you know, even today there's still a horror sitcom. Hell, there's even horror cartoon series. I, I mean, I call them that because they do contain elements of, of horror in them, like Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? from 1969, Groovy Ghoulies from 1970, The Drack Pack from 1980. Um, even uh, The Addams Family had an anime. Yes, they did. Animated. Animated. <laughs> Um, unfortunately, show. the Munsters did not. They just kept coming back at a couple of movies. Um, and then there's a new Munsters movie in the works by Rob Zombie. Um, um, hey, I'm, I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt. You know, like everybody knows my thoughts on the first Halloween movie that he did, but he is a fan of Michael Myers, so I do respect him for a fan making something that he loves. And this is exactly and what he's doing, doing with it monsters. In his style. Exactly. And this is what so, he's doing with monsters. Yes, I'm not totally bashing so, him because I, I, you know, I respect him a lot. And yeah, and I love his music. And I used to I, love um, the Devil's Rejects. 
You used to? I still love it. I still it's love great. it, but then I watch it, and then sometimes I'm just like, oh my god, it just makes me some. Some of the parts make me very uncomfortable now. I it's don't know why. To. So it's I supposed know. to. But then you so, go back and watch House used... of a Thousand Corpses instead. And... Right, but it just used to be one of my favorites, and I watched it all the time. I watched the documentary. I know we're getting off subject. Oh, but... no, it's great. That documentary is awesome. What was it, like 31 Days of Hell or something it was called? It was just, oh, yeah, yeah, it was like, like that, uh, yeah, right it was DVD. great. And so I really respected him after that, but then some of his other movie choices. Have well, been... you know, I mean, they, they all had ideas and homages to older types of uh, horror genres. Like, I know Lords of Salem, a lot of people didn't like, but I did respect that it was sort of an homage to, like, 70s horror. I did not like, what was it called, 31? 31. Yeah, it had a cool idea. Yeah, I did not like it. I actually liked, and this isn't even Rob Zombie, but for some reason it made me think of it, but I liked Hellfest better than 31. Oh, yeah, I actually watched it's that. It's a theme park, like, a theme park a horror movie. A few weeks ago. Um, but actually my favorite uh, Rob Zombie movie, still off subject here, but this is the last <laughs> part I'm talking about. My favorite Rob Zombie movie is actually one that I don't think anybody saw. The Haunted World of El Superbisto, which is animated. It's an animated movie based on nope, the sure comics that, that he created. <laughs> and his Firefly, Firefly family pops up in there. Michael Myers is in there for one scene. The animation looks like it's done by the people who made Ren and Stimpy. And uh, it's got, of course, Sherry Moon's a character. Paul Giamatti plays Dr. Satan as a character. And it's all in hell with these crazy characters, but it's a cartoon. It's fantastic. Oh, my gosh. Sounds great. <laughs> I've never heard of it. It's um, funny. But, yeah, there's been other uh, cartoons, the real Ghostbusters in 1986. Now, there was actually an older Ghostbusters show that came out before the Ghostbusters we know, which is just called Ghostbusters. And it, had a, it was a crew of bumbling idiots that were solving ghost crimes. But... Uh, it even included a giant ape as one of their characters, um, and they drove around this crazy-looking car. And then, you know, the people who made the like um, like Ivan Reitman, who made the first, the two Ghostbusters movies, actually had to buy rights to that name so he could use it for his movie. Um, but there was an older Ghostbusters cartoon that came first before the ones that we know. So it is kind of interesting to go back. It's different, um, but it's worth the watch. It's really wacky. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's it's funny that they actually had to buy the rights to use that name. So when they, they made the cartoon version uh, based on their movies, they called it the real Ghostbusters, not Ghostbusters. So they wouldn't get sued. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting. Uh, and then we had Count Ducula. Love that cartoon in 1988. I seen that in and so uh, even long. well into the 90s with the classic Ah, Real Monsters in 1994. Oh my gosh, I loved that <laughs> show when I was a kid. It was so good. Uh, I watched it every day. Because it, it was a cartoon about monsters, and there were so many different monsters, and, and I like the three uh, main monsters that we follow in the movies and i like that they're kids basically in school and yeah their homework every day is to scare scare people and ickis just can't do it he's scared he can't do it <laughs> but then, then he gets mad and gets all big and then he can do it you yeah, know, was, yeah that was... the teacher like reviews it in front of the whole <clears throat> class mm -hmm. oh the grumble yeah i think i was a jerk um mm -hmm. but there's also been other kids programming um shows like eerie indiana 1991 goosebumps. goosebumps 95 courage the cowardly dog in 1999 uh tales from the crypt keeper so funny we have tales from the crypt which was is, is still one of my favorite horror tv shows ever an anthology of different horror stories uh narrated by our great 
character, the Crypt Keeper, um, <laughs> that has a laugh that I will never be able to mimic. Um, they made a kid's version for it in the 90s. I thought that was so funny that they did that. Um, that's like, you know, making... Was it a Saturday morning cartoon? It was a Saturday morning cartoon, <laughs> Tales from the Crypt Keeper. It even had John Kasser, if I pronounce his last name wrong, my bad, the, the voice of the Crypt Keeper as the cartoon version. I mean, yeah, they did make a Beetlejuice cartoon, but that movie was PG-13, and they could easily get around some of the subject matter in that, yeah. in the cartoon form. That's why they created I watched all those the other... cartoon. Yeah, me too, and they, they created all those it. characters that weren't in the movie. Yeah. Um... But the Crypt Keeper one, that still boggles my mind that they actually made a cartoon based on that. I don't know, maybe it was because, well, when I was a kid, Tales from the Crypt came out and I would, like, sneak out of bed and go downstairs and watch it without my parents knowing because <laughs> it's got violence and nudity and stuff yeah. in it and wasn't, wasn't allowed to, so maybe that. I don't know. But it was definitely tamer, of course, because it's animated and it's the same setup. The Crypt Keeper tells different stories for episodes of Tales of of horror um, that has a lesson at the end for the kids to learn. Um, there's lessons in the old, in the original show, but they're more of the be careful what you wish for lessons, you know, the creepy lessons. And then the cartoon, it's like, I was just expecting one of the guys from GI Joe to pop out and give you the lesson like an after school program. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that actually lasted three seasons. Um, I, I just thought of this. Um, give a shout out to my my buddy chris but he uh, told me a long time ago that he actually watched the beetlejuice cartoon before he saw the movie and was disappointed with the movie because it didn't have those extra characters that were in the cartoon <laughs> that's funny <laughs> uh so weird it is yeah it's, no it, the show so oh weird. yes sorry no that's, that's okay. <laughs> another case wanted to get off subject there are a couple of moments in our last episodes that we listened to where i don't really get what jesse's saying and yeah i, go I was off. just laughing about it <laughs> so he just caught me on that one but no now mm. that you mention it i do remember that that's yeah. so weird that's so weird i remember that <laughs> i've actually been watching that i should have put that on my recently watched but um i just watched the first two seasons is it on like paramount plus or something disney plus disney oh yeah duh mm-hmm. i was gonna say yeah. paramount plus has a lot of old kids shows that i used yeah, to watch i watched like the first season last year so i i can't say i binged this two seasons i did just say that but i binge watched the second season that's great disney plus Man, so I do pay cheesy. for that, but the only thing I watch on there is the Marvel shows. But I used to watch that religiously as a kid, so like it was kind of nice to it watch it again. But fun to relive the nostalgia. Yeah, and I'm so then there's one more season, and then that's it. Mm. Ooh, I think what is it? Today is Saturday. Oh, I think tomorrow's the new Treehouse of Horror Simpson episode. I think. Oh, okay. oh you should DVR that. It's or- I do want to see it. Do you know who you're talking to? <laughs> Yes. Come on. And the Chucky series as well, That's which I'm excited for. Okay, too. great. Yep. Great. I'm very already excited got for that. Set up. <laughs> um, there you think is I a... am an amateur. <laughs> uh, there is a type of uh horror series that I've I've always kind of liked um that you don't see too much anymore and a little bit here and there, but I wish there were more of um and that's like the anthology horror series like tales from the crypt mm-hmm. you know there was the twilight zone their outer limits um tales from the dark side and uh are you afraid the dark from nickelodeon mm-hmm. 1990 they brought that I, back i wanna yeah i didn't see the new one I've, i haven't seen the second one but i did watch the first one 
good. A carnival good? one. I, I mean, if it's you... It's about as good as the old ones. I feel like... I mean, it's definitely for kids, obviously. It was on Nickelodeon, but it was on late night Nickelodeon, like later, but... Um, I mean, it was decent. It wasn't like the worst thing I've seen. Yeah. So, well, I mean, if it if it still captures the same spirit at least of the original did. show, and it I still thought, makes you, yeah, I thought it did. So I was impressed, but um, I just haven't watched the second season. I haven't recorded. I just haven't watched it. So. All right, and you know, even though that show is a kids show for sure, mm-hmm. um, that opening credit scene, uh, sh- the opening credits of Are You Afraid of the Dark, still to this day is one of the creepiest openings ever. <laughs> that music. Creepier than creaky, Goosebumps. Oh, absolutely. Because the Goosebumps <laughs> music is so silly. Yeah. It's not very, do, it's do, like do, Goosebumps. Oh my God, I used to love it. <laughs> but the Are You Afraid of the Dark one actually had a creepy uh, creepy music and then it goes like in through a house and into an attic and does a close-up of that weird doll sitting there. And Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was creepy. You know, in my whole childhood, I'm like, wow, what did they throw on the fire to make it, like, go up, like, like erupt in flames? And then I found out later what they actually use. And what? it's powdered creamer. Coffee creamer. Oh, is That's that what they word? throw on the fire. That, yeah, this stuff's flammable. You can throw it on there. And Next time you see me, I'm going to have no eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> I want to videotape it. <laughs> get, some, get some powdered coffee creamer. And then we can tell tales for the, you know, for the Midnight Society that night. <laughs> um also other kinds of shows there have been tons of shows that are based on um i uh, have an anthology series actually what did uh, i miss uh i don't know if you've ever seen it. it's a sci-fi show candle cove no i never even heard of it Wow. Or not Candle Cove, sorry, Channel Zero Candle Cove. Okay, is I've one heard of, the of that. Yes, I, haven't seen I was Candle like, Candle, Cove. What is Candle, Candle Cove, Cove is the first season, second season's The No End House, oh, okay. third season's Butcher Butcher's Block, and yeah. the fourth one is The Dream Door. Channel Zero's on Shutter. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, it's a sci-fi show, but um, I actually really enjoyed the first three seasons. I wasn't a big fan of the fourth one, but okay. Um, I just got rid of Shutter too, and I and uh, I, they're they're bringing more stuff on there. I just don't I really watch enjoyed it. it. Yeah, I know I love I love Shutter for one of the first few months I had it, but I just don't watch stuff on there because right. I don't, honestly I've been own paying a lot for it and haven't stuff. been watching it, so I totally get what you're saying. But it is a cheap streaming service for sure, and it was worth it. But if I watched it more, it'd be even more worth it. Yeah, to me. maybe I'll get it again. Do do a free trial again and. Right, just use a different email. (laughs) Use a different email, free trial, watch all the stuff I missed. I mean, we don't do that. Yeah, what's that? Um, (laughs) As I was saying, uh, there are other um, types of uh, horror shows that that are um, based on movies, Uh, like we talked about the Beetlejuice cartoon. Mm -hmm. Um, Actually, uh, one of the earliest ones I, I saw was the, it was called The Hammer House. Of horror, which was an anthology series, another anthology series, mm-hmm. uh, created by the Hammer Films, uh, premiered in 1980 at 13-hour-long episodes. Um, I got to track that down. I was a big fan of the Hammer. I don't know why movies. I thought you just said 13-hour episodes. Like I was like, <laughs> it took me. I'm like, wait a minute, that's not what he said. Oh, 13 yeah. one 13 hour, hour, hour episodes. Long. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I'm um, like, geez, oh, we had a no fri- we had a Friday the Thirteenth the series which came out in 1987 and I will talk in more detail about that show later, uh, but that one's interesting. Uh, we had Freddy's Nightmares in 1988 which actually brought back Robert Englund to host each episode which was pretty great. Oh, see, I didn't even um, know that was a thing. Yeah, silly, not as good as you know Bates the movies, Motel. obviously. Yep, Bates Motel, Hannibal. 
Um, we had a, a Poltergeist show called Poltergeist The Legacy. Um, I remember it. I never watched it. It came out in 1996. We had uh, the Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which I, I know a lot of people, when I was growing up, they didn't even know about the movie. I they only knew about the show. love that movie. The movie's great. Yeah. That's, I, that's definitely one to watch this uh, month. When I was young, I was probably 10 or younger or something, but my mom had a friend and she would let me pick out, like, VHSs to take home to you know to watch or whatever mm-hmm. and that's the one I always took home it's great it's it's silly of course it is yeah. I mean our character is this dumb airhead <clears throat> which dumb and airhead is probably the same word uh, character that you're rooting for as our hero because she's also a badass vampire yeah. hunter cheerleader it, it's it, it's a high school movie I mean you, you get to see a young Hillary Swank in there I think that was her first movie yeah uh, Luke Perry mm-hmm. um Pee Wee Herman was so great in <laughs> yeah. that movie. That's one of my favorite characters he's ever done. Right. Rudger Hauer as our villain, who's basically Dracula, but I forget what his name was in the movie. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Donald Sutherland, which a lot of people forget, is in the movie as her the guy who trains her. Yeah. So funny. Oh, my. David Arquette. I was just going to say David Arquette. Yeah. Pike. Pike. Yeah, and Pike. I really love that movie. <laughs> and... Uh, my boyfriend's back was the other one that I, used to... I actually just recently got that on Blu-ray. I was so happy I found that <laughs> at, at Disc Traders on Blu-ray. Yeah. It's so great. It's so stupid, but yeah. I love the hell out of it. <laughs> Me too. That Those were the two that I always <laughs> took home. <laughs> Both movies are excellent movies to watch this holiday uh, mm-hmm. for anybody out there that likes silly uh, horror comedies. Those two are top-notch in my opinion. <laughs> Um, but you know the the movie adaptations ones they still continue to this day, which there are some I didn't watch. Uh, there was the Mist, which I think was canceled. Yeah, I didn't watch it. I think it's because it was canceled, mm. and sometimes I just hate getting into something getting knowing that there's like, like nothing coming. Oh after. come on! Yeah, uh, I know. Even there, though the ending kills me of the movie every time. So good though. Um, <sighs> the Purge has a show mm-hmm. uh, from Dust Till Dawn had, has a show with three seasons too which is crazy because it's like how <laughs> they actually stretched it out for three seasons I love the movie and I mm-hmm. think the first season was mostly like the first half of the movie just them as being criminals or whatever i don't even know if they get to the vampire bar later in the show i can't i, don't know. I, I haven't I never, watched it yeah i've not watched I just, it either I, that, I know what you're talking about but that's one of the last horror movies i think would get a tv show but hey yeah. they did it uh, three Scr- seasons scream as well scream has one which is also crazy mm-hmm. I, I i didn't watch it because i was one of the the people that was kind of iffy on it because they changed the mask I mean, it's at a, least in the first season. A, yeah, it's a you know it's a teenage. But drama. I know that's such a stupid nitpick to get you know mad yeah, about. Yeah, but I totally get it because I and but yet the Ghostface is on the cover. That's the marketing people, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna get to that when I talk about Friday the Thirteenth. I've watched the first two <laughs> seasons. I have not seen the third because it is. And there's three seasons. Of it is different. <laughs> I think it's over, but yeah, the third season is different. I guess it was because seeing the different. So maybe they brought the Ghostface back in the third season. I don't. Maybe. Maybe. No, because I haven't I, watched I think... it. But the first two was a little. I just watched them just because I, I'm a fan of Scream. But, right. But they are a little. And I, and I thought maybe. That because they changed that mask, that it would just it wouldn't be a scream show. It would just be a serial slasher show. That's at least my thought. Maybe I'll give it a chance. Uh, we also had Teen Wolf, uh, which you know doesn't really. 
follow the classic Michael J. Fox 80s movie or its sequel <laughs> with Jason Bateman. does not. <laughs> <laughs> but it is the name and it is the same. It is a team right. that turns totally into a wolf. Right, I totally forgot Is he a basketball player in the show? I think football. Oh, so they changed it a little bit, those jerks. Don't just quote kidding. me on that because, again, <laughs> I've only seen a few episodes of the first season. That was like years and years ago. So I do not know. But I I thought it was football, but it could be basketball. I don't know. Well, I, I just, know. in the movie, it was basketball. So right, yeah. And that movie's great. <laughs> it's so silly, but I love it. Even the Jason <laughs> even, Bateman Yeah, I was going to say, even one. the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we had a Dead Zone show based uh, on the Stephen King. I mean, I would say it's based on the movie The Dead Zone, but it's just another adaptation of uh, Stephen King's story, right, but in yeah. television form. I never watched it, but I know you're talking uh, about Wolf Creek, which has a show as well. Uh, there was a movie or two of that, which is I'm, the true story. I'm pretty sure I watched that, and I thought it was terrible, <laughs> if that's the movie I'm thinking The of. true story is pretty terrifying, though. And then uh, The Crow. Had, I know it's not really a horror show, The Crow, but they had a TV show in the 90s called Stairway to Heaven with Mark Dacascus as our Crow character. That was interesting. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and, and horror shows still exist today. You know, everybody out there, when you think of horror shows you're probably you you instantly probably think of shows like walking dead or american horror story uh or lucifer or stranger things even though that's a little more sci-fi but there are definitely 80s horror elements in it i mean it has sci-fi in it too for sure uh true blood uh, vampire diaries uh, twin peaks penny dreadful which i really liked um i only saw the first season well they only have like Two I thought they had three. The third one is called something else. Oh, or you could be right. Well, either way, I got the, I, the, I got the full know. set on. Bo- <laughs> you know, so. I haven't seen it, so whatever. <laughs> uh, the Strain, which I really want to see, uh, I haven't seen it. You yet. haven't it's, watched that yet? It's in my queue. It's in my queue. It, honestly, we've only it been was, talking about okay, it for okay, years. Okay. It, I know. Honestly, I swear every year you're like, I've got to watch that. I know. I'm really bad at that. My buddy Chris can totally call me out on on that. Um, the uh, funny enough, I actually was almost gonna watch start watching the Strain a couple days ago because we were doing this uh, episode, but I saw the Strain and I saw Castle Rock because those were the two that I put together on my oh, queue. Okay, so you're so I went for Castle yeah. Rock. I don't know. I, <laughs> I get the Strain it. is a much longer show uh, mm-hmm. than Castle How Rock, many and seasons? since I think uh, at least on there it was like four seasons. Okay, I've only seen two, like maybe one episode so, because I couldn't stand the commercials and that was years ago. I knew I could get through Castle Rock quicker. So that's why I went. But I do plan on watching The Strain. Mm-hmm. I, I, it sounds very I interesting. I can't call you out on that because I haven't watched it myself <laughs> except one episode. So um, just uh, giving you shit because you do do that. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I know. I do. And I admit it. <laughs> I admit it. Chris, I admit it if you're listening. Um, Supernatural. Uh, that's that's a total horror show for sure, and I enjoyed all fifteen seasons, thousand hour <laughs> binge watch last year uh, of that, which I won't get into because you haven't finished it. And uh, Lovecraft Country, which I actually wanted to see. I do like uh, things that are related to H.P. Lovecraft. I know nothing oh, about okay. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I have not watched that, but I'm interested in. I that. know the Cthulhu makes an appearance. I just know that from reading like various news articles about that, and so anything that features, you know, good old Squidhead, I'm I'm gonna go watch it. Sure. I don't know what you're talking about. That's okay. We won't spoil <laughs> it. And then of course there's just thousands of anime shows that are horror, which I, I'm not. Castlevania. Castlevania Netflix, which I hear is I'm really not, good yeah, me actually. Too. 
and I love the games, so why not? Yeah. <laughs> but like, there's so many anime uh, horror shows uh, that y- you know that are y- that are only available in Japan, or you can watch here. I I haven't seen them, but I know they exist. There's so many of them; it's crazy. And sometimes those are the better ones to watch than some of the live action ones, because I, I feel a lot of times that anime stories are just way more creative and you can get away with more things being animated as opposed to being looking kind of silly in live action yeah like death note (laughs) but that was a movie um but yeah so you know those are the more like familiar ones that people would think of um there's also you know the not so familiar ones well maybe they are but they're 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 familiar to us because of who we are but uh, other people out there the uh mainstream uh watchers maybe and, and this is in my queue too and i want to see it i just every time i look look at it i scroll past it and that's hemlock grove i swear to god i was just gonna say that but i was waiting for you to get done talking i'm sorry oh, i do talk too my much. gosh yes i was literally just gonna mention that i know i want to see it eli Roth. you have never watched it it's in I my thought, queue. I know you just said that, but that <laughs> baffles me because I swear you said you have seen uh, it. No, I no, oh I just every gosh. time I see it in my queue, I scroll past. It's it. it's fucking weird. Like I, I'm gonna I don't say care. that, but I, like yeah, it's, I like weird. It's I mean, like a good weird. Like I don't, it keeps you interested, and you know, yeah. you, us being a fan of horror, like you're gonna right. like it. I mean, I'm 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 getting through. I tw- haven't finished it. But I have watched. I'm going a lot through of it. Twin Peaks right now, and I've seen that show before. But that show is so weird. But it's 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 my kind of weird, and yeah. and it's keeping me engaged. So I'm pretty sure I'll enjoy Hemlock Grove. Uh, there's also Stand Against Evil, which I've heard of, but I've never seen. I um, actually really enjoy that show. I don't it know if it's good. canceled. I haven't um, looked into that. It just stopped recording on my DVR, so I just assumed that there's no more seasons. But I haven't checked into it. That's an IFC show, so. All these shows that they canceled. But you know, like you obviously, is a ripoff from Ash vs. Evil. But Ash vs. Evil Dead is on this list, and that show's amazing. Sucks that got canceled after yeah. three seasons. But, you know, they, they did choose. I get it. You know, it was on Stars. They didn't get enough viewership, so they had to cancel it. But I'm sure at they least, do now that it's but, on Netflix. But, with, but, yeah, Bruce Campbell has said a thousand times now that he's he's done. He retired that character. Yeah. Uh, except for the video game that's coming out, but um, but you know I would love to see Ash vs Evil Dead continue. But honestly, I think it was a treat enough just to get that show mm-hmm. after the three movies. And Stand Against um, Evil stars the guy from uh, Scrubs, the mean doctor, Doctor. Right. Uh, I don't know his name, but I I could see his face in my in my mind. He's in a ton of movies. Um, oh yeah. Uh, we also have shows like Preacher, which I talked about in our TV episode. Uh, Reaper, which I really like. It's, John uh, C. McGinley. John C. McGinley. Yep. Yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna quote uh, quote him uh, from a movie that, uh, uh, and it's a quote that me and my buddy Chris like. Uh, it's from Nothing to Lose, which has Tim Robbins and Martin Lawrence, that uh, the like total opposite characters. I have to team up for this movie, and McGinley plays a. Uh, a, cr- a criminal in it and he's like what do they call you yolanda you little bitch i don't know it's it's out of context you got to see the scene but we would always watch that movie and laugh so hard at that the way he <laughs> says that in that line so um yeah i do want to see i i see uh stuff for it i see advertisements for it and everything and i do like that kind of stuff because i like reaper 
Um, I know you didn't really get much into it when I tried to make you watch it, but it is a good show if you really keep going. But that did cancel after two seasons. I think I should just keep going. Yeah, it does get a little repetitive, and that's kind of what Supernatural was for a while, where they would just hunt a new monster every every episode, and that's kind of what Reaper was. But there is wraparound stories, and their characters do progress. Um, but because it's more of a sitcom, it, it's very silly. But uh, but no, I, I really like that. It sucks that they canceled it. Uh, Monsterland, that's on my queue for Hulu. That just sounds interesting. I don't know anything about it. I don't know what that is. Wayward Pines. Yeah. That's that's also in my queue. I just know Matt Dillon's on that show and Terrence Howard. That okay. looked pretty good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's like I said, just thousands and thousands of horror shows. It's it's insane. I could write a whole like twenty pages of just listing them because there's like hundreds every decade of, yeah. of horror shows. So I have a couple of witchy ones. All all sorts, zombie ones, vampire the, the ones. The witches of East End. Mm-hmm. Isn't Winona Earp uh, sort of horror-based a little? Yep, that's yeah. actually on my list, except, you know, I called it Winona Rider last yes, time. Yes, you did. That's the, <laughs> and that's then the I was pre- like, wait. That's the prequel. Stop. <laughs> that's not fucking right. <laughs> Winona Earp. Yeah, that's actually really great. Like, And it's on Netflix, so uh, it is a sci-fi show, but mm-hmm. it, um, so people can binge watch that, and please do. She basically, you know, kills off. Uh, I don't know if uh, would they be demons. I guess they'd be demons, yeah. With uh, I, uh you know, and I'm a fan of of his gum. Story. I'm a fan of not his... gum. Gum. I said gum. His Wyatt Earp's gum. Oh, his gum. The gum that he shoots. <laughs> um. You know, bubble gum. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't fucking is talk that, about this show. Apparently. Um, you know, and I I, I kind of like when they take historical figures and make them hunt monsters. A big fan of Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. <laughs> Some of my favorite shows are sci-fi shows. It's like they do so great it in the show department. so stupid, though, but they're very entertaining. Yeah, but <laughs> their movies are lacking, but their shows are rocking. On sci-fi? Yeah. Hey, Sharknado's great. Okay, yeah, but that's like, you know, cheesy great. Like yeah. some of these shows are like that's a little cheesy, great. but like they're actually really great. Like uh, there's one that I really want to talk about that was canceled after one season from sci-fi, but we can get into that later. We can have a, a sci-fi episode maybe. Well, I have it on my list right now, ready to go. Oh, just, just, you, the, the people want to know. What is, okay. What is it? Blood Drive. Okay. It's 2017, canceled after one season. They actually, uh, it's a Midnight Grindhouse Presents Blood Drive. I like Grindhouse. Mm-hmm. You said it's, it's sci-fi. That sounds like it's horror. No, it's on sci. It was from oh. Sci-Fi Channel. Okay, that's what I mean when I say sci-fi. All right. And did you do a little deep dive? Because Why Not Earp is so, also a sci-fi show, huh? Did you do a little deep dive into that? Um, a little bit. Um, I know Go it's forth. based off a short story called My Red Car Drive, and um, but uh, it was so great. And that the Sci-Fi Channel actually had to set up a com- complaint line for viewers to call and vent and complain that what was offensive to them. Right. <laughs> and calling this number <laughs> gave you choices on which was most disturbing. <laughs> um, and the voice on the recording is actually like the bad guy in the show, Slink. So Slink. That's kind of funny. Um, and the series takes place in 1999. But uh, just to give like... Just kind of what's going on. So, like, uh, it is a dystopian um, universe, you know, and a former cop is forced to take part in this uh, death race, basically. Mm. 
and work with this girl and um in which the cars run on human blood Ooh, dun, dun, dun. yeah so that's their fuel and you know they uh whoever loses the race dies and you know things like that but uh isn't that usually the bet when it comes to a race that's horror themed yeah but it's just oh it's just violent it's great the, it's grindhouse like, you sold me I yeah i want to see it i love you, you said it you're looking to acquire and, it and if you do i want to borrow it yeah i i i just can't spend the the 30 dollars for one season 13 episodes i mean it might be worth it just be, just to have it because it's well, freaking great but save for it i know get your peggy bank out not, put your change I in there get and it just, i just just sometimes i'm like oh 30 dollars. just save it that, to your but... your amazon shopping cart right forget about it and just just save your, just, your, your quarters it, it and... would be worth it just to have it because i can't find it anywhere besides mm-hmm. you know that because i looked into and i think they only make it on blu-ray I couldn't find a dvd copy or anything but i even tried to get it from my library i looked on on demand because i want to rewatch it because it's just great We'll figure out a way to get it to you. And if it offends uh, you, that's fine, but... Uh, who created it? Once, uh... Um, I think it was the same guy who did The Purge, actually. The movies James or the Roland, show? James Roland, the show. Okay. Yeah, written by... Yeah, his name's James Roland. James Roland. Mm-hmm. Okay. Never seen The Purge show. I lay in the, the Purge, I've only seen the first movie, so I haven't seen really much of any okay, of it. Okay, I haven't seen the show, but... But you've seen all the movies? Even the first Purge? <laughs> that was the newest one. Uh, it's yeah. a prequel. Yeah, actually, I did. Well, they just uh, made another one, too. What was that called? It was after I that, thought I it thought. was the first Purge. was the last one, and then they started the show. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Because the second one's called Anarchy. Purge Anarchy, I believe. Third one, I think, is Election Year. I don't know. <laughs> I'm looking this I'm, up. I'm lost on the Purge stuff. <laughs> and it has a cool idea. Um, oh, the Forever. No, that's not right. Yeah, that... the Forever Purge. That just came out this year. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, that's why yeah, I'm like, uh, you're I right. and in fact, knew there was another one that I just knew came about out. That. Uh, all right. Yeah, I have not seen that, but I've seen all the rest, and I have not sh- seen the show. But and then so, I only watch them just to watch them. It's not like I'm a big yeah. fan or anything. Oh yeah, they're you watch it for silly. the senseless violence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For and sure. The cool masks that some of them wear. Yeah. Like those light up masks that they wear in election years. Yeah. Cool. Various. Yeah, I think you can Strangers get those esque. now. Yeah. I don't know. The stranger still has like the scariest looking masks. I know, but some of them in the first uh, movie, I feel like, reminds me of that a little bit. But a little bit. That's the same kind of thing, too. Concept of home invasion. Yeah. So that's true. I get that. Um, so, like Jesse talking about Blood Drive, I'm going to take a little deep dive into one of my favorite shows, um, and then we're going to take turns a little bit. We we just wrote a couple down that we wanted to talk about. Uh, there's another sh- major. Yeah, another show I'm going to talk about. It's not my favorite show, but I just wanted to talk about it. But this one, I love this show. Um, it only has two seasons so far. There is a third season planned, but one of the cast members uh, passed away after the second season came out, so it's been kind of on hold for a while. Because um, they have to, you know, they already had it written and, and they were going to go forward, but now they kind of have to redo things. And then mm-hmm. COVID happened. I mean, but well, the show did come out in 2012, so it came out a while ago. But the guy who created it, well, the show is called Holliston. Yes, which yeah, is, I've uh, never heard of see, this. See, 
I'm going to say this. It's, it's not for everybody, but if you love horror movies like I do, you love 80s slasher movies, anything like that, you will love the humor of the show. It is yeah. a sitcom. Okay. And it totally makes fun of sitcom tropes, even with its own laugh track in the background. It's set up just like a, a sitcom. But it's created by Adam Green, who gave us Frozen and Hatchet, the horror movie Frozen. And it debuted on a channel called Fearnet. Um, it's set in the, New England in the New England town of Holliston, Massachusetts, and it stars Adam Green as Adam and Joe Lynch as Joe. Joe is also a director who directed Wrong Turn 2 and Knights of Badassdom. Um, and they play college grads living together trying to chase their dream of becoming horror filmmakers. Um, so right there alone, I can totally relate to that because these guys are so nerdy in their horror uh, knowledge that I like I, I relate to them fully yeah um, the two they're so cheesy like the dialogue and the things that they talk about is very cheesy but it's on purpose for the sitcom feel I love these two guys together in fact the Friday the 13th the final chapter which is my favorite of the Friday the 13th movies those two guys do a special commentary track and it's one of the funniest commentary tracks I've ever <laughs> listened to because it, like I would totally hang out with, with these guys and talk about the same stuff they talk about during this commentary. Yeah. It's fantastic. Well, they work at a cable access station under the employment of Lance Rocket, played by rocker D. Snyder, and, who is an aging glam, <laughs> glam rock artist still trying to live his glory days. Odorous Arungus, or uh, real name Dave Brocky, who is uh, from the band Guar, uh, plays Adam's imaginary friend who lives in his closet and helps guide him through life. Odorous Arungus is the character who uh, actor who passed away in 2014. Rest in peace. Um, Laura Ortiz and Corey English also star in the show as their girlfriends. Laura Ortiz was actually in a small part in Guardians of the Galaxy. She was one of the collector's um, temps, one of the girls in his little lair. Um, the show, like I said, is in a sitcom form, complete with a laugh track and even the ooh and the ahs, all those <laughs> tracks and everything. It pokes fun at sitcoms, all the cliches, while also being very faithfully written to pay homage to various classic horror movies. I mean, like the very first episode, you see that they're on their cable access and they host a show where they, uh, which is something I've always wanted to do. They would host a show uh, that plays old move, old horror movies, and they just talk about them, kind of like Joe Bob Briggs presents, like that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And they're watching Pet Cemetery, and they and throughout the movie, like commercial breaks, they talk about Pet Cemetery, and Adam actually brings up, you know, the scariest part, or they they were talking about what's the scariest part of this movie, and Joe says something I can't remember exactly, and then Adam's like, no, no, dude, the scariest was Zelda. I'm gonna get you. Gage will get you. Like, it gets so into it. And I'm like, that's totally, yes, I agree. So it's very relatable. Um, and throughout the two seasons, we get uh, a wide range of veteran horror icons that make cameos that play themselves for the most part, and they have no problem making fun of themselves. John Landis pops up, who's the director of American Werewolf in London. Kane Hodder plays himself. He's the man who played Jason the most out of all the Jason movies. In fact, there's a great episode of Kane Hodder where, because he wasn't asked to be Jason in Freddy vs. Jason. They got a different guy, mm -hmm. Ken Kersinger, and in this in this uh, episode, they make fun of where he is still bitter about that, and he was mad that, or, well, he, like, 
has a weird mind thing and he's in his in the hospital because his mind keeps messing him up and he thinks because this show takes place like 10 years after freddy versus jason already came out yeah but in kane's mind they're going to make it and they're going to call him soon to to be jason <laughs> so he's anticipating that call and meanwhile yeah. adam and joe are like uh dude that movie made was made so long ago and he's and it makes him go into this weird spell and he gets all homicidal and everything it's great uh daniel harris from the halloween series pops up sid hag and bill mosley from the uh devil's rejects are in there tony todd it makes a, an appearance uh derek mears who played the um remake jason ray wise from twin peaks seth green and uh even uh, a couple directors darren lynn bousman who did repo the genetic opera james gunn and um david naughton from american world in london nice. so it's really cool to get all these these famous people that but adam great. adam is like friends with all these guys so if you watch his movies especially the hatchet movies he has so many famous veterans in there like kane and robert england and all those guys it's it's great um so like i said if you if it's a it's not for everybody but if you're a horror nerd like me you can relate to these characters and they do the typical sitcom stuff um guy really likes the girl doesn't really work out and he's trying to work through it i mean it does have a plot but it, like the stuff in the background is all the horror stuff and that's yeah. what i really like yeah i would definitely watch that for sure <clears throat> I'll have to bring it over like i said i have them both on uh blu-ray so they're also on shutter oh, both seasons okay. are on shutter all right. I do have Shudder. <clears throat> do yeah. I watch it now? I forget. All right. What's your uh, next one you wanted uh, to do? Um, Santa Clarita Diet. It's a good show. Yeah. Another one that was 2017 canceled to 2019. Yep. I can't believe that was two years ago already. But uh, yeah, three seasons. And this is like one I'm very, very bitter. We're still bitter. About. Yes. It was so great. I don't know why they canceled it. Everyone fought to bring it back even the cast but um and you got drew barrymore and timothy elephant I, yes i elephant i was <laughs> dread trying to say that but <laughs> and nathan fillion too yeah yeah so and uh if you've seen it or if you haven't you know uh drew barrymore basically plays a suburban mom she's a realtor with her husband who pl is played by timothy oliphant mm -hmm. oliphant oliphant Elephant. elephant no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> that that's it from now on but uh anyway so they're a realtor Timmy team o. and she like i'm not gonna exactly say what happened because i don't want to give anything away but i mean like how this happened i'm not gonna say that right. but um so basically she just like starts throwing up and spewing out this weird shit and then uh <laughs> she like dies and mm. then comes back and then you know has a and there's now un a hunger, undead. yes, yeah. for uh, flesh, flesh and, and blood. blood. Yeah. <laughs> so and it's a comedy. So. Yeah, it is a comedy, and you know she's trying to juggle being a realtor and a mom, <laughs> you know, to her daughter and uh, and a wife. And oh my god, it's, it's fucking great. Isn't Joel McHale also in Joel it too? McHale yeah. is the uh, rival, the rival realtor. Yeah. yeah, he's great. He's, he's good <laughs> yeah. at playing an asshole. He is. He's yeah. Really good at that. Um, which he, she, uh, she, he actually played uh, Drew Barrymore's husband in the movie Blended. That's funny. Yeah, ex-husband or whatever. That just means they and work And he was well also together. an asshole in that. So. <laughs> of course he was. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so um, 
I'm really upset that this uh, got canceled. And uh, the character of Sheila was actually written just for Drew Barrymore. And she was about to retire from acting. And then she she read the script and, you know, she was kind of like on the fence or whatever. But Mm -hmm. she uh, really wanted to play this character and she thought she would regret it if she didn't take it on. So she changed her plans. That was then she handled that perfectly Mm -hmm. because she was really good. And I think wasn't it her first TV show role? Because she's mostly known for movies. I don't know. Maybe. Because it's not Timothy Oliphant's first, because he was oh, justified. Yeah. But um, for sure. But yeah, I'm not sure about that. Um, she might have maybe made cameos in other shows, maybe. but maybe actually starring, maybe her first show. But yeah. uh, and the Santa Clara diet obviously is like a pun for the notorious fad South uh, Beach diet. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's such an underrated show, um, and it's it's bloody. There's yeah, some definite bloody bits in it. And ironically, like Drew Barrymore is a vegetarian <laughs> in real life, so <laughs> so maybe some of those facial expressions are are real. Well, they um, they made uh, all the meat and stuff like out of um, like uh, gummy bears and dehydrated apples and you could still paste probably and pasta throw up and moistened cake. <laughs> so so everything was vegetarian that she consumed in the show. So. And I think was it the kid that played her son, or was it the neighbor? That's the neighbor's it, kid. He's great. He's, he's funny. Oh my god, he's so funny. <laughs> he was yeah. in vacation. He's like he's totally in love with their yeah. daughter, and, <laughs> <laughs> and the daughter's great. I forget yeah, her name. Yeah, she's really but good. Yeah, it's, the the whole cast is great, and there's a lot of people that pop in and out, and the, just... the neighbor cop, and well, not a neighbor cop, but the oh, the yeah, neighbor kid's yeah. mom, but then yeah. Just, the woman cop and yeah oh my god it's just great why did they cancel it why i don't know but that yeah they i'm pretty sure they fought really hard to get it to come back because they have other shows on netflix that i mean i'm not gonna say are trash because i'm not gonna use that word but they just aren't as good as santa Cruz. but oh, everybody's everybody's different with but their i for i sure, feel but... like that's for a lot of shows on netflix that have so many seasons and you're like this can end now but yet you cancel my favorite stuff or a lot of people's favorite stuff and this show was so great like i and i know so many people who love this show so like i can't imagine it being the viewership yeah and you know netflix did take a chance on such an odd type show yeah well well. i know when that first viewed a lot of people thought the characters were great but they they thought the violence was a little much but uh i think that's probably why but that makes a show but that was only the first season yeah and you know so by the third you know people are like okay they even had an ad in um i think it was germany or something like of a finger and like a german (laughs) i guess it was just one of those things that just they they had to take all the posters down because they were complained but or they they were complained, it but just, they complained. It just sucks that the third season ends with a cliffhanger. So there's things oh, that I know. you're not gonna and ever, that's what fucking pisses me off the yeah, most. Yeah, we're gonna see what happens next. Ash versus Evil Dead does that too, but in a way it could. But that's a different one, and I'm not gonna explain uh, explain it in detail because you haven't seen it. But like it 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 does it is sort of a cliffhanger, but at the same time it could it it's it's still fine as an yeah. ending. Ugh, not this though. Fucking Netflix. Will I cancel your service? Or Hannibal? No. Hannibal does that too. Am I happy with you? No. <laughs> Fuck but you. at least it's still there, so we can rewatch it. Anytime I know. We want. 
get new people that we they haven't seen it to check it out so oh most definitely um yeah i actually kind of want to rewatch that now but no i'm gonna watch the strain next and some other no, things that you told me to watch there's a show i want you to watch not the strain I, no oh what is it marianne i want you to watch oh, yeah, that that creepy yeah. lady with my yeah. my fear of <laughs> old people yes okay. i want you to watch it so bad <sighs> it's so good all right so All right. scary. All right. Um, so the next show I'm going to talk about is not one that I like, but I just wanted to talk about. I mean, it's okay. I'm like, what? what? It's okay, <laughs> but it's just I wanted to talk about it because I don't really hear too many people talk about it, or they don't know it exists, or forgot about it. Uh, and that is the Friday the Thirteenth, the series. From, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. From 1987, um, there were three seasons, and you can buy the box set. Um, don't you have some, it? You have it, right? I don't have it, Oh, no. I thought you did. I don't have it. It is produced by Frank Mancuso Jr., who also was the producer for Friday 13th Part 2 through 8, and then which were all under Paramount Pictures, and then they sold the franchise to New Line, and he stopped producing them because New Line did the, uh, you know, Jason Goes to Hell, Jason X, Freddy vs. Jason, and so forth. Yeah. Um because New Line was also the the home company of Freddy, so that was the the way that they could be in it. That's why it took so long for Freddy versus Jason, is because they were two companies. Paramount would not sell Jason. Freddy was New Line, and they couldn't put them together, so they had to wait until way la- later for New Line to buy Jason into their company, and <laughs> then they could have a versus movie. I saw that in theaters so, with my dad. Um, I, me too, with my dad <laughs> at Lansing. It was great. It was so good. The theater we laughed was so much. The, the theater was decked out with a bunch of Freddy stuff and Jason stuff. Like half the theater and the concession stand had all Jason stuff on one side, yeah. and then all Freddy stuff on the other. It was great. I loved seeing movies, scary uh, movies, with my dad because he's just so funny. And yeah. uh, and there's nothing better than a silenced theater and him being like. Whoosh! Opening his beer can in the theater. <laughs> I, yeah, I saw it with him, and uh, it was such a great experience. It's and I still love that movie today. I know it's silly and cheesy, but it's it's awesome. Yeah. Oh it's no, so I love it too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I honestly can't think of a better way of that movie going. Really, I mean, maybe there are some parts I'd probably cut out, but them two when they're on screen together is fantastic yeah but a lot of people and i'm getting off subject here but a lot of people give that nitpick the same way they did with batman v superman i know they're completely different movies but like and the same thing with batman that him and superman don't fight that much in that movie it's like maybe two fights and that's it in the entire movie but like same with freddie and jason if it was the whole movie of them fighting it would get stale so quick (laughs) so you gotta have so the the little fights that we got was so great and so oh, yeah. bloody. And I loved when Jason was in the the nightmare world and Freddy was fucking with him. Yeah. And then, yeah, it was so good. No, Freddy vs. Jason. Totally. Oh, anyways, so Frank Mancuso uh, produced bad. our series, the Friday 13th series with the success Friday 13th. Um, so the funny thing is it was not originally called Friday the 13th. It was originally called The 13th Hour. But it was changed to Friday the 13th by Frank to make it more marketable and draw a bigger audience, even though the show shares zero connection to Fucking the films scam and Jason Voorhees. <laughs> Has nothing to do with any of the movies. It's not even about a camp or anything. 
It's its own separate thing, but he changed the title and it worked. Remember I talked about that on one episode is you could have a movie with a title that will grab people, but it could have nothing to do with what that title is and it will sell. Mm -hmm. And it did. Uh, So the plot, I'm going to read it as it, it actually is from the prologue that opens up in the first episode. Louis Vendretti made a deal with the devil to sell cursed antiques, but he broke the pact and it cost him his soul. Now, his niece Mickey and her cousin Ryan have inherited the store, and with it, the curse. Now they must get everything back, and the real terror begins. See, I watched that. That's but the you plot said of the show. Well, well, because it's well because it has nothing to do with the movies. That's, <laughs> that's the only thing. And yeah. here's here's a fun little fact. Uh, our character Louis Vendretti. Vendretti means Friday in French. Oh, <laughs> so there's something. <laughs> Look at that. Um, <laughs> what's kind of funny is a few actors on the show actually have appeared in some of the Friday films. Uh, one of the main stars, uh, John D. LeMay actually went on to be the star in Jason Goes to Hell, The Final Friday. Um, there was a guest star on an episode by actor John Shepard, and he played uh, Tommy Jarvis in uh, Friday 13th 5, A New Beginning, you know, hmm. who um, taken over Corey Feldman's character. Uh, both uh, Jason Takes Manhattan director Rob Heaton and uh, Jason Lives director Tom McLaughlin actually worked behind the scenes of the show. Um, What I also read was that the series actually pushed the limits of what was acceptable to show on broadcast cable in regards to its content. It did feature violence that was on par with R-rated movies of that time, and certain episodes depicted a level of sexuality that was a little too far for network television. (laughs) So at least it gives us some some 80s violence in that show. So I don't know, maybe check it out. If not, you know, it's okay. But uh, it just know when you watch it, it's nothing to do with the movies or Jason whatsoever. But it's called Friday the 13th. It's bullshit. <laughs> and it's produced <laughs> by the guy who produced the movies, so that's even funnier. Oh, my God, those crickets. Can you hear those crickets? I don't know if they can hear those crickets. Oh, my but God, I... they're distracting. Oh, those crickets. Those crickets. Yeah, I can hear those crickets. Those crickets now that you outside say it, our thanks. windows, yeah. So I just have one more show to talk about. What do you you got one more show? I have one more. Um which there is talk of a third season coming. It got canceled after two seasons, but there was talk last year. Was it on Netflix? No, it's a Fox show. Okay, so but there's it's on, a chance. But it's on Hulu right now, um, so you can watch it on Hulu. Okay. It's not on Netflix. I wish it was, because now well, I have to freaking watch it with commercials. If but it's whatever, on Netflix, spoiled. it might get canceled forever. Right, that's true. So Hulu, <laughs> keep it, please. But um, Hulu has a lot of rights to Fox anyways. So, but, um, so Scream Queens is a show. It was 2015 to 2016. I can't believe it was that long ago already that's crazy but um jamie lee curtis is actually in it right um she is the scream queen yeah and she had um ryan murphy who is the co-creator of this show which he's done a lot of other things american horror story supernatural or nip tuck and glee Mm -hmm. um so he uh like a brain fart no, sorry. <clears throat> Indigestion? No, yeah, I had something in my throat, and I'm like, please don't cough. Please don't start coughing. Um, he had no intention of doing this show without uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. 
Uh, of course. Yeah. Should have her. He's a big fan and had been trying to work with her for years. And finally convinced her without even reading a script. That's pretty to great. To do it, yeah. She's so, she's so great. I know. She, she And she's great in the show. She's hilarious. And Is, uh, uh, is Adrian Barbeau in the show? Who? Probably don't know who that is, but she's also a scream queen of the 80s. Uh, she was in The Fog with Jamie Lee Curtis, Escape from oh, New York. Oh, no. Um, ton of stuff. But she's, you know, not as famous as Jamie Lee, but she totally deserves a place on that Scream Queen Right. I mean, it has block. a great cast. And uh, Jamie Lee Curtis actually, like, had to have a thumb t- a thumbtack in her hand and would squeeze it um, to stop her from laughing and ruining um, the takes during funny scenes. So her laughs would turn into blood-curdling scream. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she'd just be all serious. <laughs> But, um, you know, it stars Emma Roberts, uh, mm-hmm. Leah Michelle, Abigail Breslin, Kiki Palmer, um, a lot of even uh, Billy Lord, who All right. I, she's in American Horror Story. We now. couldn't she's... think of her name that last time. I we know, talked and now it. I'm like, oh, yeah, Billy Lord. How could I not remember that? But I knew she, she's Carrie Fisher's daughter. Right. I know looks, I've mentioned that like before. Yeah. And in this show, she actually, like, most of the first season, she has earmuffs on. That's as great. an homage to her mom as Princess Leia. And uh, great. it's kind of like the Heathers and Mean Girls mm-hmm. meets, uh, you know, Slasher because uh, there's like Chanel number one, you know, Chanel number two, Chanel number five, you know, three, <laughs> four, two. five. But uh, it's, it's just really funny to me. And uh, one of the guys, uh, Glenn Powell is his real name. He's a, uh, he's a. Uh, he was in Expendables three, and I've mentioned that before on an old episode. Okay, Hidden Figures. Uh, he's in quite a bit of stuff. Um, but he plays a, a character named Chad, and he's just like a ah. like a frat boy. Well, of course, that's such a that's such a frat boy name. Yeah, <laughs> but he's hilarious. He's like one of my favorite characters. But yeah, it's great. Oh, oh, Niecy Nash is also in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so how many seasons does that have? There's two. Two seasons. But there's talk of, there's a, talk of a, a third, third season. And you said it's on Hulu. Uh, Hulu. But it is a Fox show. But yes, it's on Hulu. Like you can watch it. Now. So it's not. It's it's edited for Fox TV. Basically, it's an edited type show. Yeah. That's okay. I mean, but with that cast and Jamie great. Lee, I mean. Yeah, and if you're not a fan of Emma Roberts, then you probably won't like I, this. But <laughs> I talked about her when we were talking about American Horror Story. I I do My like Emma Roberts, but I just Sam some of the characters, her, so. some of the characters I don't care for. I think she's a good actress. I mean, she's good in yeah. uh, Scream Four. But she she plays you know like a a sorority girl. You know, like very her name she plays chanel that's you mm. know she's the number one Ooh, chanel chanel number one yeah so uh, hey hi ariel <laughs> she uh she is doing better than her father Come here. uh eric roberts <laughs> 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 i love eric roberts he's so silly and cheesy but i love the guy but no but yeah so i definitely recommend the show for sure and it ends I mean, I don't think it's total, total cliffhanger, you know? So, like, it could end where it ended, but 
Right. But it was still disappointing. Because I loved it because the humor is just so great. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. All right. Well, um, I have one last show that I'm going to talk about, and then we'll wrap this probably pretty long episode up. Um, This is a show that did uh, stop after two seasons. I really wish they would redo this show. Like, not redo it, but, like, keep it going. Uh, I love the idea of this show. I love... um, it's it's an anthology series, and I didn't mention it when I was talking about anthologies because I wanted to save it for this. Uh, it came out in 2005. It is called Masters of Horror, which premiered on Showtime. Okay. Uh, it's created by Mick Garris. Mick Garris is a director of such Stephen King movies as Riding the Bullet and Sleepwalkers. Uh, he also wrote Critters 2 and everybody's beloved Halloween favorite, Hocus Pocus. Uh, oh, hi. <laughs> See, uh, I, I just what this basically is is a bunch of really famous horror directors all invited to this show to direct an hour long episode for each episode, so like mini movies, and you get some of like the best of the best on on this list of uh, directors. And how this actually came to be, which is a pretty cool story, kind of. Uh, in two thousand two, Mick Garris um, invited some director friends over for an informal dinner. And this guest list actually included people like Guillermo del Toro, John Landis, William Malone, Toby Hooper, John Carpenter, Don Coscarelli, Joe Dante, and Stuart Gordon. And actually, Guillermo del Toro was the man who coined the phrase Masters of Horror because that's what he gave this group of friends that name. They are the Masters of Horror. Uh, So McGarris used that and created this show and asked a few of them to come back and direct episodes. And he actually kept having these dinners more and more. I would give anything to be at these dinners. <laughs> and he would invite people like Wes Craven and James Gunn and Quentin Tarantino and Eli Roth and Rob Zombie, Mary Lambert, the director of Pet Cemetery, Fred Decker, the director of Monster Squad, you know, and all these people to just, you know, shoot the shit and have dinner. And that's amazing. That sounds amazing. Yeah. I would oh, love that. Oh, uh, yeah. I so, would definitely want to do that. He created this anthology series. Uh, they had they had two seasons. Um, some are really creepy. All of them are well-directed. Uh, I wouldn't say that they're my favorite movies. I'm going to call them movies, even though they're shorts, uh, of those certain directors. But I do enjoy them. You see their style in it, and and they are original stories. I, it's It was really cool. First episode uh, is called Incident on and Off a Mountain Road, and it starred uh, Ethan Embry, uh, the bass player from That Thing You Do. And it's directed by Don Coscarelli, who gave us Bubba Hotep and Phantasm. Mm -hmm. Um, Interesting, weird story, but looks good. And like I said, it's weird, so it's perfect for for Don. Uh, The second one was uh, based on an H.P. Lovecraft story called Dreams in the Witch House, uh, directed by Stuart Gordon. Of course it would be directed by Stuart Gordon. That man is the master of H.P. Lovecraft adaptations because he did From Beyond and Reanimator. The third episode was Dance of the Dead, which is a different type of uh, zombie one uh, directed by Toby Hooper, the man who gave us Texas Chainsaw Massacre. We had uh, one called Jennifer directed by Dario Argento, famous Italian uh, director of uh, Suspiria. Uh, one called Chocolate, which the creator Mick Garris did for did for his show. Is the movie um, Jennifer based off that? No, no. Okay, this one different. is different. 
and it does and these these uh shorts do have some famous uh actors in it as well like in jennifer we have um steven weber which was he was in um gosh he was in the uh, tv version of uh the shining he played the jack torrance oh yeah, and yeah, yeah. he's on the sitcom wings um mm-hmm. and then in uh then we I've had actually uh, been wanting to watch that again the Shining or Wings? The Shining. Okay. <laughs> Wings is great, to, I though. I used to watch Wings, yeah. <laughs> uh, my favorite episode, which is by John Carpenter, one of my favorite directors, of course, the man who created Halloween mm-hmm. and The Thing and In the Mouth of Madness, love the guy. Uh, he did an episode called Cigarette Burns, which starred Udo Kier and Norman Reedus before he was uh, in Walking Dead, where everybody knows him. I mean, he did Boondock Saints already, but, he, but, but, that, but that. this was in between. And... Uh, Cigarette Burns is so good. I, I honestly would give anything for John Carpenter to make like a full length movie of that of that story. That was really cool. Um, that's why that one of those American horror stories we were talking about that movie one where people watch it and they go insane. It's similar to oh, okay. Cigarette Burns, but I think Cigarette Burns did it way better, way creepier. Um, really cool stuff. And then we get other directors: William Malone, who gave us House on Haunted Hill. We get Lucky McKee, who did the movie May, which I thought was really good. Yeah, the, it's been a long time. The girl who makes since, a boyfriend. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've uh, seen that, actually. Larry Cohen, who gave us The Stuff, a great movie, and uh, the It's Alive movies. Uh, John McNaughton does one. He uh, directed Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. We even get a, um, a Japanese one. We get Imprint, uh, directed by the great Takashi Miike. Uh, who gave us Audition, which is still one of the most messed up movies it, that's in my subconscious. Uh, and actually, Imprint was so messed up, they didn't air it on Showtime. They that You can't see that unless you get the, the physical copy of the show. Um, and it is. There's some definitely disturbing stuff in that episode, <laughs> and it's great. And it did really well. So, of course, they got, you know, greenlit for a second season. Some uh, directors returned to do all new stories. Toby Hooper uh, leaded the, the second the second season with a story called The Damned Thing, which actually starred Sean Patrick Flannery, the other boondock saint. <laughs> <laughs> um, we had another one from John Landis. We get one from Ernest Dickerson, the director of uh, Demon Knight. We get one from Brad Anderson, who directed Session 9. Um... We even get ones from uh, Rob Schmidt, director of Wrong Turn. Tom Holland, not Spider-Man, but Tom Holland, the director of Child's Play. And even Peter Medic, uh, the guy who did The Changeling, that old creepy movie. So, okay. these, like I said, these are all just little hour-long movies by these awesome horror directors. And like I said, I wish this show had more seasons. And I love the anthology. I like it's a different... Uh, story every episode that has a beginning a middle and an end none of them connect with each other there's no host it's just literally like opening credits and then our little movie starts and ends the opening credits have the same the same theme which is pretty good actually like that theme she'll look it up but uh yeah and, and like i said they do get a lot of weird actors that want to be a part of this there's one that joe dante joe dante does he's the guy who gave us gremlins uh it's called the Screw Fly, Screw Fly Solution. Weird cast. Elliot Gould and Jason Priestley are hmm. in the leads. So really good stuff. There is a clown one in the second season, so nope. I would avoid that. Nope. Your shirt <laughs> is hideous today. <laughs> My shirt is awesome. It is an awesome shirt. It's uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I love that movie. 
She does not like that movie. I've never seen it, and there's a reason. I think we tried to make you watch a little bit of it. Yep. But you mm-hmm. couldn't do it. Josh, it's so silly, Josh's though. Josh's parents try but every you, year. But I, I feel like Killer Clowns is the perfect movie for anybody with a clown fear to get over. Because, A, the movie is about killer clowns. Yes, it is an homage to, like, well, it was made in the 80s, so I can't really say an homage to the 80s because it was made in the 80s. But it is, I'd say it's an homage to 50s sci-fi movies. Um, but with the cheese of the 80s, with the music and the clothes and the look and everything and the humor. Um, so it's definitely not a serious movie. Well, and, I don't want to watch it clowns, if the clown looks like that. And these clowns do come from a planet that where that's what they look like. creepy and I don't like and it. So these You're aren't, lucky the, I can't these, see it very but, well but, from but, over but here. These aren't, these aren't your typical clowns like, like in, like in uh, American Horror Story or, or uh, even you know John Wayne Gacy. This, these aren't guys dressed up like clowns and go to birthday parties those guys are kind of <laughs> scary yes yeah. i get that these are clown creatures they come from a planet where they all look like that so no, all of that is natural but I'm, okay but i'm saying <laughs> but i'm saying if you can get through that movie your clown fear should be not as bad as it is yeah yeah yeah. it's great i got through it and chapter two see so. if you can do that you can do killer clowns and it was more serious it, i mean it was silly yeah. but but it took itself serious killer clowns doesn't uh, yeah 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 I mean, someday okay they, they trap people in cotton candy cocoons come on they put oh, come on they put people in balloons they shoot like these funny little zappers <laughs> and things and make make put hot fudge sundays on people that you know turns to acid and melts their skin away but either way it's a great movie oh well well this about wraps up our uh, episode today i uh, hope everybody had a good time listening to us talk endlessly about tv shows yeah we didn't even uh, mention any like ghost shows um well, go ahead. What do you got? Well, I said Poltergeist the Legacy. Oh, that's true. Well, I just have two on here that I just like was looking at. I'm like, oh my God, we never mentioned these. Uh, the Haunting of Hill House and The Haunting of Bly Manor. Right. I haven't seen either of those Which yet. Which are great. Yeah, we won't have to go in depth anyways. That was all. Just wanted to mention them. Okay. No, that's that's fine. And I did say American Horror Story and there are uh, ghosts in that. And I said Supernatural. That has uh, ghosts in it. Yeah. Scooby-Doo has ghosts which are yeah, actually okay, actually they, yeah 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 no actually they don't they they always turn out to be some dude in a mask but their their later movies their their animated movies i think like the zombie island one yeah i think those were real that was a great movie but it was a movie <laughs> not a show okay um, but yeah uh so thank you everybody for listening to another episode of cineversal nerds join us next week and uh for the next episode horror related yep of october happy october yep see ya <laughs>